Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Wow. An unprecedented day for the NBA, for the nation really, as NBA games are suspended indefinitely with the scary news that Rudy Gobert... Jazz All-Star Center has tested positive for coronavirus. And I was actually watching, I saw Royce Young's tweet that there was an odd delay to the game. So I flipped over to the OKC telecast and it was just a surreal scene as the PA announcer is telling people in like a super upbeat voice that they're waiting for league approval for the game to begin. Royce started tweeting out that someone from the Thunder staff sprinted across the court telling the officials and the coaches that they needed to stop the game. Royce later reported that Chris Paul went over to the Utah bench and they all told him to get away from him, get away from them. And then later it was revealed, not probably 30 minutes later, that Gobert had indeed tested positive. The Jazz are quarantined at the arena as we're recording this. They all got tested. They're all wearing masks. They are not going to be allowed to fly back to Oklahoma City. And what it seems like, I mean, throughout these last two days, the developments just kept snowballing much as they have really in the country. And it's just, I mean, they're absolutely making the right move to suspend play at this point because there's no way of knowing right now how deep this goes with the some of the contacts that Gobert has had or and, and obviously I mean this is this what's going on in the NBA right now is just a metaphor for the entire nation right and that is the bizarre and for for our reasons kind of selfish reasons kind of hard to see silver lining of it which is that this is a a global issue and there have been dramatically different responses based on area. If you want to do some digging into this, you can find a lot of things. And some of it can be done by governments, whether that it be federal, state, local, in the United States context, that can, of course, be different in other countries. But elements of this social distancing and everything else need to be done at the individual and community level. And a part of that is taking the risk of this seriously. And if this is what it took, this, and if we want to throw in, I mean, this is going to be important. You know, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson announcing that they tested positive while in Australia. If if it's this confluence of events that it took for people, not only in the US, but around the world who could potentially be be exposed to this or potentially already have it, to be aware of that and and do best practices as best we can, then we just wish it never happened. But those are the steps that we as a as a people need to take. Yeah, and it's very clear that given the limited testing, both in the NBA and outside of it, there are many, many thousands likely, maybe even more than that, of people who are infected right now and don't know that they have it. Other people don't know that they have it. And so really the only way to do it now is with this social distancing that probably should have been started a little bit earlier. I mean, and I'm not going to, 
excoriate anyone who hasn't been doing that in their personal life. You know, maybe I would excoriate professionals and governments for not starting this earlier. But I mean, I I came to the conclusion that I was going to do this in my personal life four days ago. So it's not like, and hopefully a lot of you, this will be a trigger for you to start doing the same as well, both as a, a civic duty is how I see it to just avoid potentially transmitting this to the people who actually do need to be out there for work or essential services, but also to uh, avoid contracting the virus myself. And looking at the NBA now, just thinking about all the links a lot of people have been tweeting about it today, it's insane, Dan, when you think of how many people just go bare alone could have potentially come in contact with and transmitted the virus to over the previous 14 days. Right, and and the structure of potential contact and infection here is, is part of what makes COVID-19 so scary is because they can be there can be times when you're non-symptomatic and yet you can still you can still do it and so I mean a lot of people have been making that whether it's I mean teams that's an easy thing because we can look through the schedule and you can say they played team x team y team z on these dates and then those teams played other teams and so all the the vectors that can run from that but then I mean the issue with Courtney Kirkland was a reminder that it isn't just players sometimes we think about it that way but it can be broadcasters, team officials, any referees in, in the Courtney Kirkland case. And that is a a proper way to think about this is just all of the forms of contact that this can take. And that doesn't mean that all of, you know, all of those people are going to test positive or that something terrible is going to happen to them. But it is a way of thinking about the reach here and thinking about how important social distancing is because of how all the ways that we can interact and all the ways that it can that it can spread, not just in places where we know that it exists, but in into new places. Yeah, you just think of everyone who is on the jazz plane, journalists, who, and yeah, the NBA, I mean, was it only Monday that the NBA implemented that policy of keeping reporters six feet away from the players? I mean, that seems like a lifetime ago. And well, and it was just yesterday. You and I pre-recorded yesterday's episode for, for on, on the Power Forward rankings. It was around that time. It was, I think, a little bit after that that it was announced that the Warriors were going to play on Thursday without fans there because of the the San Francisco fan. That feels like a lifetime ago too. Oh no, that was t- that, that was today. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was on Wednesday because they played because teams played on Tuesday, like including the Warriors with fans there. And I mean, there were a few games tonight on Wednesday. Yeah, that that was insane that I mean, just following the developments throughout the day, the NCAA said they were going to have their tournaments with no fans uh, from now on. But you would have to imagine that if someone in the NBA has it and, you know, unfortunately, Rudy Gobert is probably not the only one if he's the first one who had symptoms and was tested for it. Uh, but to think of all these for 320 or whatever it is, Division One teams who are all playing conference tournaments this week have all traveled. So I think just the risk, even if you don't have any confirmed cases of playing it and spreading it around, even without fans at this point, is probably too high to even play the NCAA tournament. And my anticipation would be that that's going to get canceled over in Europe. Uh, a player from Juventus has tested positive for the virus. And so you would imagine that that would put a lot in peril in terms of European soccer. And so I, it's really just, we're going to just have to hunker down until by mitigation we're able to stop the spread because it's definitely going to get worse i think before it gets better i mean i'm 
on a personal note, I mean, I'm pretty much prepared, and I hope I'm wrong about this, but I'm pretty much prepared for the Bay Area to be like Northern Italy is within the next couple of weeks. I think it's going to, given the lack of testing that we've had, like it could very easily get to that point. Again, I hope I'm wrong, but it's uh, that is my fear right now. Well, and, and the other part of this is that being vigilant, being proactive, even if it's overly zealous in hindsight, is significantly better than being reactive or being un being too little aggression because being inconvenienced is a yeah. whole lot better than the alternative and you could think about that from basketball perspective you could think about that in your in your own life because that temporary inconvenience of spending some extra time in in you know in, in your house and i mean there are people who i mean for some of us we're lucky we're really lucky and i mean you and i in particular like we get to do a lot of a lot of this from the comfort of our own homes and so we have the benefit of it and other people have very real choices to make that we do not and and i am not telling those people you know though i am acknowledging the difficulty of it but in the broader scope of things being zealous being aggressive about the public health element of this is going to be better off in the aggregate than being a little bit too passive and saying oh well it's not it's not here it's not going to affect me because one of the big challenges here is just that we don't know how prevalent it is yeah i canceled my birthday party for this weekend we're gonna have a, a nice party at, at a restaurant that's going to be postponed postponed hopefully not canceled um and you guys know my sister works in the restaurant industry in chicago i'm hoping that her employer is going to take some substantial mitigation or cancellations uh i'm uh, my wife teaches public yoga classes she's stopped doing that she's uh, Hopefully, uh, the studios that she works at are, are going to follow suit with some substantial mitigation or or cancellation. Well, and, and there's so. a lot there's a lot of that in the NBA too. I mean, it's yeah. there there has been. I mean, because they're the more public faces of the franchise, there's been a focus on players and coaches and all that. But NBA teams, just like NHL and and everybody else, they are engines of other of other economic activity, and those people do not have the same financial flexibility that that the players do. And I mean, it was very encouraging to hear what Mark Cuban said, which was basically one of, part of his almost immediate response, which was also surreal that there were game that the rest of the season are like that that a, a, a portion of this is being delayed or whatever whatever terminology we end up end up using in hindsight but there were still games going on at that moment and and so like i, I was very encouraged by what mark cuban said they, they could basically making it making the statement that it will be that he will try to do do right by those people because they like so many others in this economy will not have the same financial flexibility you know that they, they rely on these jobs and live paycheck to paycheck and, and that's going to be a very real challenge for this and I know that there are some who are positing easy answers to this, and I am not one who will who will succumb to like deframing by wealthy people here. But to say, oh well, it's just easy to pay them. I mean, that is it is that is what I believe is the right thing to do. But to say that it's easy and automatic is is it's far more complicated than that. Yeah, and I pray that we're wrong and this isn't as severe, and that Absolutely. all you listening to this can laugh at us in a. A few weeks, but I would so uh, yeah. much rather have that be the case. Yeah. So I, I mean, but basically everything that I've read, every expert that I've seen on the subject, you know, really seems to indicate that now is the time for very severe social distancing to the extent that you can do it. So let's talk a little bit more just about what some of the news was. Pelicans and Kings was the second game on ESPN. This was after the rest of the season had already been canceled. And I mean, at that point, there was just absolutely no point to playing the game, especially when Courtney Kirkland had just refereed the Jazz Raptors game. And 
you know, the odds are that he probably didn't get it from Rudy Gobert in that game, but still uh, wise to be careful there. And I mean, obviously this game is just meaningless at this point anyway, where with knowing that the season is going to be postponed that uh, to play that game. Um, and so that good job by the Pelicans players saying, no, actually it would probably not a good idea to play and the league for finally acknowledging that which they didn't have much of a choice if the pelicans <laughs> were going to play in the game frankly um so Woj went on ESPN uh uh he earlier in the in the day had reported that several teams wanted to just put the games on a hiatus the rest wanted to eliminate fans from arenas which I frankly was in favor of uh but probably that wasn't severe enough in retrospect uh again just with the odds that some player or some personnel on some team would have it already and you know some of the research that i did today indicating just the chances that there are so many cases out there with the lack of testing and also just uh, with the incubation period of the virus uh the knicks of course uh (laughs) wanted to keep it status quo until a government or public mandate dictated change although I mean, that may be true, but that was basically the NBA's policy until, until yesterday, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and San Francisco had urged the Warriors not to play. DC urged the Wizards and the Capitals not to play, but they basically said they weren't going to do it. But they, of course, had to get guidance from the league on that as well. So uh, then Woj, uh, what I originally started talking about, went on ESPN and said, the hope is to restart the season with a truncated schedule. I, I would imagine that they would want to at least do a few regular season games to kind of get teams up to speed before you just start the playoffs. But who knows when that could be? I mean, the absolute earliest it could happen would be 14 days from now because, you know, Raptors players are getting tested. Basically, uh, players on teams that played the Jazz are being told to self-quarantine. Presumably, they will be tested as testing becomes available. I don't know if there even is enough testing available right now for everyone in the NBA. Uh, And clearly though it's going to take longer than that you're you're not going to have 100 percent certainty that the virus is eradicated from i mean that's what you need at this point certainty that all personnel that come in contact with players all personnel that travel with players all players do not have the virus and that is going to take a very long time and then even at that point you know you're probably still looking at empty arenas uh to restart things so i mean i i can't imagine that things could restart less than a month from now and i would take a significantly longer guess as to what the median is going to be before we see games again yeah and um that was something early in the day i the editorial staff at the athletic reached out to me and basically they asked me about like the potential ramifications of coronavirus and my basic answer to them was i don't know and they said yeah that's true and and basically we realized that that was actually a good place to start with writing about it a little bit and so what ended up coming out of that was john hollinger and i collaborated on something that put together the pieces that we do know and you know like basically a part of it was explaining what basketball related income bri is the the mechanisms within the salary cap and all that type of stuff and and really like uh, there were people uh, as it always are criticizing it's like hey why are you doing this at this point and it's like well people ask the questions but also it was for me it was also a way of kind of getting a handle on a small part of this that we can or at least a little bit and so we worked through it a little bit and um 
the tentative estimates, you know, like about losing gate receipts and, and how that could how that could work out. And uh, that piece, along with everything else for uh, COVID-19 at, at The Athletic is not a behind the paywall. So you should be able to read that if you want to. Um, and obviously, it was all very preliminary and everything like that. But yeah, it's it, it is the human element of this is obviously infinitely more important than everything else. But there is a lot of everything else, too. And that will be a challenge. That will be something that the league has to deal with, that all of us do. And it, you know, there, there, there are times I went through oh, just a, a whirlwind of emotions today. And I mean, you get selfish at points. You're like, oh, I, I was sitting there watching that Dallas, the, the Dallas Denver game and going like, well, it's, I, I felt awkward that they were still playing for all the other reasons. And then I, I had this weird moment. It's like, yeah, I feel awkward, but I can't change that. And this might be the last basketball game I get to watch for a while. So enjoy it at least a little bit. And that's, that's going to be tough. I mean, it's, there is, with all of the heaviness that is going on now for for damn good reasons it would be nice to have that escape but hopefully people can find that in in something else and hopefully some people can ideally can find that with us yeah we're gonna keep going five days a week with our normal schedule here i think there's a a lot of still things that we can do we can do some wrap-ups on some team seasons go over young players we can still do mailbags we can do more stuff on old games we can do a lot more other research as well. I've actually got a project in the works where I'm going through all the agents in the NBA and trying to make uh, assemble some data on them and that we can make some conclusions from. So I, I think we can very easily come up with some content that hopefully will be something that you guys want to listen to. And I understand, obviously, if you're bummed out, but if you're still needing some entertainment, as long as you guys are listening, we're going to keep at it here. And we, of course, appreciate your support. And again, if we didn't say it enough, to the extent you can, please social distance for everyone else's benefit in addition to your own to the extent that you can uh, even if we're not necessarily getting that direction from the authorities yet i think we can certainly get a head start on it ourselves because i do think that direction is going to have to come if what's happened in some other countries that i mean remember we're basically two weeks ago at the point where we were where we're at now uh is any harbinger and you know maybe in a couple of weeks we'll have an idea that this isn't as bad and it wasn't worth it to do that but right now and we just don't know anything like at least for me personally that's uh the smarter move and i'm telling all my friends and family and hopefully listeners uh trying to encourage y'all to do the same uh so thanks again for the support we'll be back tomorrow we'll do some regularly scheduled programming and just hope you guys can all stay safe out there we'll talk to y'all tomorrow at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every basket every game every point every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.